Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of Dual Recovery Anonymous. Hi, I'm Gordon and I'm in Dual Recovery. Well, today we're going to read step three from the 12 Steps and Dual Disorders book published by Tim Hamilton and Pat Samples. All right, here goes. Step three, we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of our higher power to help us rebuild our lives in a positive and caring way. Step three is a turning point. We've, dis we've identified the problem, powerlessness and insanity. We've identified a source of help. Now it's time to take action. In step three, we make a simple but all-important commitment. We decide to let go of our old, ineffective ways and begin to look at our new source of help, our higher power, for the guidance and resources we need for dual recovery. We decide to move in a new, saner way of living. Step three does not directly treat or cure our chemical dependency or our psychiatric illness. Rather, it helps us manage our dual disorders. It gives us hope that dual recovery is possible. We find new courage and strength. We begin to restore our lives. We move toward the vision of recovery that we formed in step two. Why step three is needed. Our success has been limited. For a long time, we have been trying to find peace of mind by ourselves. We made endless plans and promises. I'm going to get it together. I'll never get myself in that situation again. But our ways of coping have been self-defeating. We slip into stinking thinking, making excuses, for what, why things did not work out in avoiding help. I'll change drugs, break off my relationship, and drink only after 6 p.m. It's only stress, or my job, or my family. When that changes, things will get better. On our own, our success has been very limited. Many times we have ended up feeling worse. Step three frees us from our limitations. We don't have to work so hard at getting better anymore. We can let go and let our higher power smooth the way for us. The going has been rough. Making the choice to work step three is like planning the perfect vacation. Do we want to drive along rock-filled, avalanche-prone roads in a battered 1980 pickup with bald tires, or would we rather drive a new Jaguar along a smooth highway? We have a choice. Either way, we still have to decide on our destination and make the effort to drive the car. But with the Jaguar, we are much more certain of arriving at our destination in good health and in good time. How Step 3 Works 
What does it mean to turn our will and our lives over to our higher power? It's like stepping into the Jaguar. We go ahead and use our best means we can to get where we want to go. We follow directions that come from our higher power. Whether our chosen higher power is spiritual, physical, medical, or some combination of these. In step two, we choose a good orderly direction for our lives. Based on the program, the steps, and the personal goals we set, now we start to apply ourselves toward achieving our goals. We have a new power to help us do this. And we call on the source to help in everything we do. Of course, this means we have to change the way we've always done things. We have to let go of the familiar, even though it hasn't worked very well. We have to take hold of what works, even though we have doubts. If, if we have felt sorry for ourselves because of our illness, we become willing to accept what has happened, and we keep our focus on making the best of the present. If we use drugs as a way of building up our courage or dulling our pain, we learn from our higher power how to find authentic courage and reduce our pain in safe ways. If others have given up on us, we rely on the one who believes in us, our higher power, and on plans we have made to help us believe in ourselves. We develop a relationship. We develop a working relationship with our higher power. We put our trust in there. We rely on our higher power to direct turning a page here. To direct and support us. We are not disappointed. For our part, we do our best to be honest and open. We become willing to accept the direction given to us. We ask for guidance. We wait. We listen and we take action, practicing our new way of life, of doing things. Like any relationship, this one takes time to develop. And we get out of the relationship what we put into it. We learn to work with our higher power, much as we would work with an unbeatable coach, making every effort to carry out a winning game plan for ourselves. We turn our will and our lives over throughout the day. Gradually, our lives are reshaped in a way that builds strong recovery. We listen for guidance. If making a connection with our higher power is new with a, uh, to us, we may need time to get used to the idea. We may not be sure how to recognize the guidance. How does it come to us? How can we tell our tell if what we hear is just our old sick thinking or truly guidance from our higher power? The guidance re we receive is often obvious and practical. Our higher power may work through other people, events, and 
other resources in our lives. We may get help through a new medical advance, the example of a friend, the wisdom in a book, the advice of a doctor, or the opportunity for just the right job. Whatever comes our way, we check within ourselves in quiet reflection to see what is coming is the best for us. Does it promote our highest good? As we become more experienced in checking within ourselves, we learn to trust our inner sense of what is right for us. We learn to use guidance we receive. For some people, guidance comes mainly during times of prayer or quiet reflection. It may, we may feel a gentle nudging inside us to make some constructive, healthy choice for ourselves. Regardless of how it comes to us, we can know the guidance is from our higher power. If it promotes our good, seems positive and caring, and does not blame us or shame us. Our responsibility is to use what guidance, support, and resources we receive. Our role is to take action. Depending on the severity of our mental illness, we may not have sufficiently sound judgment, especially in the early stages of our dual recovery. To, de to determine whether the guidance we perceive is coming from our higher power or from distorted thinking, if is the case, it is wise to check frequently with others we trust who are in dual recovery about the validity of the guidance we receive, the tools to help us. Although we are powerless over having our dual disorders, we are not hopeless. We still have the ability to decide how to manage the illness, step three is simply about making a decision. Some of us decide in a single moment of great inspiration. Some are to surrender to our higher power for good. But most of us don't have such remarkable experiences as we begin. Instead, we need to make the decision each time we are faced with a new challenge or a new opportunity. Change takes time. We proceed as we are guided to do, letting go of our old ways, only to find ourselves slipping back into them before long. We make the decision again, as many times as necessary, until the new way becomes a habit. Trust. We practice trust, trust in our higher power, in those who have our best interests at heart, in our own inner wisdom. Some of us have had so many frightening experiences and so many disappointments, we are reluctant to trust. We must regain this valuable skill or learn it for the first time. Trust means putting our belief into action we may have to start with the action first, knowing it is in our best interest. The trust will come later as we see the positive results. Hey, thanks for sticking with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I'll be back after a while with another episode from the Dual Disorders book. Until then, hang in there, folks. Your best, your worst day clean and sober is better than your best day using. Remember that. Have a great afternoon. Bye-bye.